Welcome back to another episode of Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. This is Dr. G. I am your host here. Happy to join you in conversation today. Today I'm recording on June the 20th, 2021, which is Father's Day here in the States. Um, And yesterday in the States here, June 19th was Juneteenth. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, And I have to say... This is my second time recording this intro, Um, (laughs) and I I believe everything is for a reason. Uh, And in the interim of me thinking that I record the first round to now, I have to give a shout out to Ia Funlayo. If you didn't catch her previous uh, interview with us, you know, check that out, that episode, um, very powerful, but just uh, attending her prayer and meditation, Arisha prayer and meditation this morning, or as they would say, on this morning in the church, (laughs) Um, on today. It um, really spoke to me and I realized that, hey, this is the message that I originally gave was, you know, served as purpose perhaps for me, but this is a message for us all that I think we need to hear. So let's start with Father's Day, right? This man-made holiday uh, event that we celebrate um, really it does hold significance. It should be every day. We shouldn't need a day to spend money, right? Uh, to purchase gifts and go out to dinner and things like that. It should be honoring our divine masculine um, daily. And we talk about it as being energy, right? That the divine masculine isn't simply a man um, based upon genitalia, but the divine, the energy that's within us all. Yet we do know that our males, um, the men in our lives do present, um, that masculine energy in a different way. Right. And we must honor that. I think it's important for us to honor those that are here with us and those that are in the ancestral realm. And to remember that that masculine energy is there to support us and available to us um, whether you know you identify as male female um, non-binary however you identify that masculine divine masculine is there for all of us especially in the black community and in the indigenous communities we need to recognize the importance importance of it um, it's very important that we have balance um, that we understand the roles and this is not about gender okay I'm not speaking about gender per se I'm speaking about that need to understand um, the need for leading um, when to lead how to lead uh, the provider right Uh, and you know really understanding the balance between that and being the nurturer and the compassionate one you have to find a balance within you and so I say this to say as you're trying to balance out your masculine and feminine energy tap into that divine masculine especially if you are a woman right Um, you're trying to figure out your interactions with men um you know ask your divine masculine especially the ancestors to help guide that help guide you you know in those interactions whether they're romantic or or not they could even be career-wise and how you navigate those um 
relationships. And so tap into that divine masculine, honor it. And today, I guess it could be a reminder for us, right? To honor the divine masculine, honor those who have come before us, the men who have been in your lives. Uh, Like myself, uh, my biological fathers, I will say, have transitioned. And I know for me, that's pretty powerful. Um, it's significant. And, and to know that their energy still lives, that it's still there, um, that they can still hear me when I speak with them. So I encourage you all, especially if you do not have fathers in your lives in a physical form today, I encourage you, I send love your way. Um, but know that, you know, this life is a cycle. It doesn't end right? Uh, And they're still around us. Those who are here in the physical, encourage them. If they're not there supporting you in a way that you desire them to be, or not there for your children in a way that you desire for them to be, send love their way. Um, Understand that people are operating with what they have in that moment. Uh, You know, you have to meet them where they're they're at. We also have to uh, understand that the only thing we have control over is how we uh, respond, right? We have the choice to respond to people and not to react to them. So um, I just wanted to send you that message on today before we get into our interview. Um, And I also want to talk a little bit before we do that about the energy around us and encourage you in that way as well. Um, Because I mentioned that Juneteenth was yesterday here in the U.S. in the States. And that is a day where we uh, commemorate. (sighs) I have to take a breath on that one. Um, The freedom, allegedly, (laughs) given to the African-American people. I struggle with it because no matter where you live, you know, if you're tapping into this podcast and you live in another country, I am sure you have heard about recent events that also have brought to light history that still impacts Black Americans here on this soil today. And so um, we are still in this struggle for quote-unquote freedom. And I struggle with that. I battle with that because I, I feel like it's, it's not about freedom, but it's about returning what was taken. It's beyond freedom for me. It's, it's returning what was stolen, what, what was just stripped away from the indigenous people. And so while I recognize and honor our ancestors, honor their history, honor what they went through, Um, and recognize them not just on Juneteenth but every day celebrating them every day but understanding the significance of that time for them I don't celebrate to me it's not a celebratory experience it's a recognition and commemoration in their honor but we are still in this battle okay it's it's not over it's not ended Um, and so you know with any battle or war if you want to call it that yeah there's celebration there's that fourth of july moment right when you've been victorious and so it's 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 a struggle for me to align this with a fourth of july for our people that's just my opinion i'm one person i do see other other people that i communicate with um, that 
have a similar sentiment and I certainly do not look down upon people that want to celebrate and party and I went to an event um, in our in our county here I wanted to um, you know we need to explore our area a little bit more we've only been here a short period of time and with the pandemic haven't had a chance to really connect with many folks and you know, so we did go to something, um, and especially for our children to have exposure. But we talk about these things um, in this light that it's not just about us watching a movie um, <laughs> and, and honor one of our ancestors, the, you know, honoring Mother Harriet Tubman. Yes, that's that's wonderful, but that's that's not the work that we need to do. There's so much that we need to do. We need to look at, you know, as we're celebrating and we have our soul food and, you know, food was given at these events and, okay, how are we feeding our our souls through our food? We were using what we had during those times of enslavement, but the truth is, is that our people, our, our true, you know, dietary menu looked quite different, you know, before we were forced to eat the scraps that were given to us. We no longer have to do that, right? We can honor the recipes and working with what you have, but let's start looking at how we can further feed our bodies through and really eating sun food, food from the earth. Even if you are eating meat, Okay, no judgment because I still dabble myself in working on that. Um, it is what it is. We have to, you know, honor our body and what we, our body is telling us that it needs. But we do need to, at the very least, increase our plant-based diet. We have to increase, you know, eating the sun foods that will then feed us the vitamins, the vitamin D, all this stuff we need. That will help us to gain clarity so that we can then channel what we need to bring in, the messages that we need. We can further open our third eye, connect to spirit through our crown chakra, really align our our chakras. Um, And diet is important. Movement, exercise. I am not saying you have to run a marathon because, you know, if you see me, you can see me on IG, on Instagram. You know, I'm I'm a little bit more active there. DR period underscore G underscore PhD, Dr. G PhD. Um, on Instagram, you'll see, I mean, I'm not a really tiny person per se. I mean, you know, and I, I, I still enjoy my food and libations. Um, (laughs) but I try my best to increase the food, the nourishment that will feed me, right? It's kind of like when you are growing plants, right? You have water and you have soil, rich soil, and you have sun. And all those things really will feed the plant. But let's just say, you know, you may be lacking in, in the rain water for that plant, but maybe the soil is enriched and it's holding the moisture that's needed to feed that plant. Maybe you have a cloudy day, but you have the rain. So my point is, is that there's various ways, you know, to nourish our So it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily be a vegan, in my opinion, you don't necessarily have to have a alkaline diet, all you know, those things are wonderful for some, not for all of us. And for some of us, it's a huge challenge to get there. And you know, maybe it's not in alignment with what we're supposed to do on our journey. But what is in alignment is that eating foods, the food that Mother Earth provided to us is key. 
So increasing that in general, okay? And how did I get to this? I just rambled all over the place, child. <laughs> anyway, I say that, um, you know, because we were talking about Juneteenth and, and really honoring our ancestors and honor them in a way to know that they were highly intelligent, strong. They did work with what they had. Work with what you have now. Build upon what you have now. They did not intend for us to stay in the space that they were in right? They did not intend for us to be stagnant and hold on to these ancestral traumas, but we need to move forward. We need to heal. We we don't celebrate the ancestral trauma. We celebrate where we're headed, right? The growth, the healing that is in the future for us that we can claim now, that we can claim that now, but we have to work together as a collective energy, a collective force. It is necessary, Um, that we really pull together. Don't listen to the lies of the black family, you know, being obsolete, that our men are absent. Don't listen to that. Those aren't true. I think I talked about that in an episode a long time ago in terms of statistics and um, how they're really skewed and they don't account for perhaps if there's not marriage in a family, they don't account for, you know, the nuclear families that may be a little bit you know, not normal. (laughs) They don't stick to the norm. You may have a father figure that's not in the home, but still provides, right? That's still there. That's supporting. You may have godparents. You may have uncles and cousins. Um, Those things count. Our men are absent and we honor them to circle back to this day of our divine masculine. We honor them, right? I honor those in my life. My uh, the father of my children, I honor him. I honor my biological father who's transitioned, the father who raised me, my grandfather who's transitioned. We honor them. We honor our culture, our community, and we are strong. We are the survivors of the strong, the ones that survived a hot mess of horror. Okay, we are standing here because of them. We're standing on our backs, and we, we must build upon the foundation that they gave us and know that we are here to serve a purpose and a reason. With that, I'm going to give you a little intro to our our guest uh, interviewee. And uh, we had an interview with Chakra Doctor. And he is the developer of Miracle Food. And I will be honest that I can't give a full endorsement because I haven't tried it. I haven't tried his Miracle Food Bundle uh, or his products. He has a food bundle and he has uh, reading on his site at the moment. Um, And he has just different different products that you can purchase um, and even a meal plan that has to do with um, a raw meal plan through his Miracle um, Food. He also has a Miracle Tea. So anyway, uh, he can tell you a little bit more about that in our interview. But um, again, I haven't tried it, but what I will endorse is his energy and his passion um, towards, you know, healing our people, healing others, sending love. Um, You know, he will speak to his beliefs and how he identifies spiritually. You know that on this podcast, we are come one, come all. We hear all different sides of it, of different angles. You know my opinion of it. There's always gems in everything, even in the religions that um, I do not practice. Um, but there's gems in it, right, that we can pull from and throw out the rest. So we're going to listen to what he has to offer us 
Um, and you know, he speaks for himself as I stated, um, but I think you will ha- find that this conversation is highly, um, intriguing. He's a very mystical person in my opinion, and I hope you enjoy it. We will have more conversations like this on the podcast. I know that we, you enjoy our chats, even though you enjoy the interviews, we'll get back to more of these chats that we have. Um, know that right now, um, this is a little side note. I'm going off on a tangent, just forewarning from, we will get to our interview with Chakra Doctor, but Spirit is just giving me a message that I have to share. Um, there's a lot going on astrologically that is playing out here in society and so honor your body rest um, have respite whatever that means it doesn't necessarily mean napping and sleeping but have respite for yourself to honor what your body is telling you I know I've been feeling very fatigued Um, we did deal with the passing of one of our fathers in our family and that was um, emotionally draining but even physically outside of that the energy in the atmosphere has just been very strong Um, But use that energy and take it and use it toward your advantage. I I feel like this is also a a very prosperous and abundant time. Go ahead and start to do your work towards your goals, your manifestation, but also bringing it to fruition. Do your physical work towards those goals right now, Um, you know, and and really start to push ahead. I think that you'll see, you'll, you'll really reap the rewards that are coming your way. We have this full moon in Capricorn on the 24th of June. Um, Start to identify what you need to release, what you need to clean out of your space. Um, Get your house in order so that you can bring forth those things, those goals that you're trying to align with. Get into alignment now, right? Align with the thing, the energy that you're trying to bring into now um, to make it come forth, right? If you're not in alignment with that, it's kind of like, let's just say um, your, your energy is a train track, right? And, you know, what you're trying to bring forth is the train. Well, if the train is, is, is really looking to forge ahead on a straight path going towards the goal, but you have a curved train track, right, or um, one of those old broken down train tracks or obstacles in the way, the train can't come right it has to be in alignment you have to line up your energy your path your path your train track your path needs to be in alignment with what you're trying to bring in so you need to already prepare for it as if it's here if I know right if you're an engineer and you're working on those trains if you know the train is coming from you know Florida up to Maine you're already going to prepare for that <laughs> you're going to get, you know, you're going to move the train tracks where they need to be. You're going to cut off obstacles or um, paths um, so that you can avoid other trains coming in the way so that you can line up that path, that uh, trajectory for the thing that needs to come in. All right. So that was just a channel message came out of nowhere. But order your steps. Ask your Ori, ask Spirit to order your steps. Line those tracks up right line them up for line them up get your house in order get your diet in order get your energy in order so and act as if that train is already coming because it is with that i'm sending you all love 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 and i hope that you continue to join me on this podcast on this platform don't forget to go to blackspirituality.org don't forget to see me on instagram dr g phd 
black goddess healing and manifestation on instagram um, also on mondays we have science and spirituality on mic check 1212 you can check the, out the announcements on instagram to get more details about that segment that i do um, with a couple of other great host podcast podcasters um, and we just have a great time on monday evening so join me there and stay tuned for the interview with chakra doctor You know I love to have guests and interviewees on our podcast, and we're going to continue to do more and more. I do have to give my disclaimer that the views that are expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on a show does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions belong to our interviewees, um, but I do want you to sit back and enjoy because I love to share different perspectives, ideas, and thoughts, you know, not just to limit the topics to myself. So enjoy and thanks for joining again. Okay. So welcome to the podcast. We have a special guest this evening, really excited for the Chakra Doctor. And here to really, you know, just enlighten us and tell us a little bit. We were just chatting uh, before we came on about his ability to help with my current uh, situation with my allergies and my stuffy nose. We're going to get into all of that. Um, but before we do, I just want to um, ask you a question. So I, I always start off with clearing the energy and is, would it be okay if we do that and, and welcome in our ancestors before we have this conversation. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then we can talk about what you told me about the ancestors too. <laughs> yeah. So I welcome in my ancestors and um, my mother and my recently um, transitioned ancestors. And we thank you for this moment. Josh? Josh? Amen. All right. So tell us who you are. But before you give the bio, <laughs> who, who are you? Who really, who are, who are you by your truth? Yes, infinite love, eternal truth, and peace wave to you. I come to you in the name of the great grand holy mother of all divine. And I pray that she blesses you and all that you take liking to. I pray that the windows of heaven pour you all out a blessing that you won't have enough room to receive. I pray that you all find your heaven inside of yourself so that you can bring that heaven on earth and bless the earth with your new heaven and your version of the new heaven, because quite frankly, we all have been through a little hell. And we all got a horror story. So I would first and foremost, just like to express myself as the all I am. I am that I am. And with that proclamation and with that declaration, I claim all that is, was, and ever will be. And with that, declaration and with that proclamation, I pray that you all find the all within you. 
in this realm, in this term, in this life, you can call me Chakra Doctor. That's my license, trademark, and my business is my life. My life is my business. You're not buying a business. You're buying me. You're buying what I've been through in life that got me to this level. And my government name is Rance Dunbar, R-A-N-C-E, D-U-N-B-A-R, like France, but take the F off of it. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I was born on April 12th, 1982. A lot of people, um, my mother was a Virgo, my father was an Aries. I mean, sorry, my mother was a Virgo, my father was an Aquarius, I am an Aries. <laughs> and um, I had a quite, quite unique upbringing in the city of New Orleans. My mother uh, passed away and transitioned into the into her archangel self um, in 1998 on Christmas Day. And I was 16 years old as an only child, and that sent me on a journey of complete horror, torture, and hell. But from that journey of horror, torture, and hell, I grew into a light of heaven. And that light of heaven, not only was I able to manifest it within myself, but I am also able to manifest it and show others how to manifest it in their lives through visible fruit and structure that a person can easily understand and interpret to get and gain what I have to offer. So I hope that best explains, you know, a little bit about me. Thank you very much. It, it truly explains. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for indulging and really addressing the question. You know, that's not the easiest question. And some people, you know, don't exactly know which direction to go when I ask that. So thank you for standing in your truth. Um, and so let's let's get started a little bit. Maybe we could hop into how did you get you? You talked a little bit about your mother's transition. Right. And then leading you to this space. You are, are currently in the space of, of helping people, right? Heal, um, helping people with their health and well being. And before I guess we get into the specifics of that, because we'll get to that, right. what led you to that? Because you could have gone any direction, right? It, it could have gone. <laughs> I, 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 always, I always tell people that um, if you are, if you are a believer in the metaphysical, the invisible world, the world that you cannot see, then your mind and your perception is automatically open and attuned to things that others won't be able to understand because of your frequency and perception. Mm. So a lot of people, even the person that is going through the certain horror story, don't know that, hey, I signed up for this horror story because I am an infinite, immortal essence, spirit, and soul piece of God walking around in a human body, relearning myself as the creator all or aspect of the creator all in this human body, interacting with other omnipotent, omnipotent, and omnipresence of the infinite creator all that's in me that is in the same thing. And guess what? My infinite creator all self calls himself Rance Dunbar, chakra doctor this life. Your infinite creator also calls you Dr. G, the black goddess of healing in this life, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody else, infinite creator. All, and we're all having an intimate interaction 
with ourselves and the environment around us, no matter how great or how less than that environment is. Mm -hmm. So coming from New Orleans, Louisiana, um, if you go look up New Orleans, Louisiana, it has it, it's a it's a it has a lot high crime rate and because of a high poverty rate. And statistics show wherever there's poverty, then there will be um, there will be crime and there will be things that happen that you probably won't be you know won't, don't want to participate in, but end up participating in just because of the psychology of environmental programming. Um, a lot of us don't even know the psychology of the mind and how the mind soaks up from zero to ages zero to seven and repeats that programming from seven to 14 and keeps gathering and gathering more data like a computer. We don't know this. They're not, we're not taught this in school. We are not, and we have to go outside of the um, school public secular realms in order to get into something a little bit more um, privately self-taught, if you will. And so my mother, my mother passing, that was, and, and that was an, that was inevitable. I always tell people when I fully came into the light of my chakras and the consciousness of who I am as the all infinite, having an experience as a human being, the first thing that came, the first thing that came to me was, thank you, my mother, for dying for me. For it was your death that sent me on this journey. And this journey has turned into the greatest story of my life, right? The, the like, it's not even a journey. It's, it's called the calling. Many are called, but few are chosen. And so it's not even a journey. It's not even a calling because a calling, a calling is something you didn't even want to do. You didn't even think you was going to do a calling. So you all, every, we all got our dreams. We all got our aspects and our goals and our aspirations and all of the things that we for but that but there will come a time where the call will be made to you no matter who you are on the face of this planet you will get that call that call from who that call from that inner still voice inside of you saying you're ready to stop all the bull crap you're ready to get yourself together you're ready to do better i know you can do it we all got an inner still voice in us a moral compass that says that, man, you know you can do better. We either choose right. to ignore it, we either choose to ignore it, or we choose to follow it. I'm just one of the lucky, fortunate ones who was taught by my mother to follow that still small voice. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the six, that was a wonderful 16 years on earth because those 16 years were the, were the 16 years that prepared me for the next 16 more years that came in. What did I have to rely on? I had to rely on, I remember, I remember my God was a black woman in my home, mm. supplying food, clothes, shelter, education, and medication for me, giving me the unconditional love that a man needs and showing me what a woman really is, how a woman really moves, and what to look for in a woman when I look for that in a spouse or somebody who wants to partake into that type of energy. And so, you know, I always tell people, we are here for a temporary time, all of us. We're not here. We're not. This is, get that get that theory out your head that you're gonna stay in this body and live in these bodies for three thousand years and, and find immortality. That that they, these bodies were made for that type of mileage, because this has this isn't the type of place for that. This is the type of place where you came to learn. Oh you learn, 
and you came to ride and drive in this little vessel down the road of life. And with that drive, you're going to make some turns. You're going to make some, you're going to make some wrong turns. You're going to make some right turns. You're going to go the distance. You might speed, you might go to speed limit. You might go under the speed limit, depending on the situation, but you will be in the car riding down the road. That's mandatory. You can't, you have no, you have no other choice. Why have no other choice? Because you're in a human body. You're in a body. You got your eyes open up every day. What you going to do with those opportunities for your eyes to open up, right? And I'm a big firm believer in not everything happens for a reason. So if we're here to learn, what are we here to learn? That's right. And how are we to learn it? And what are we to do with the learning? Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about a tree that yields fruit. So it went from, you know, my mother dying at 16 and I had a big family. They let me, they kicked me to the wolves. They kicked me to the wolves. I ended up going too far. I ended up going to uh, those, the covenant house. I don't know if you guys got a covenant house in your place, but they got a covenant. I went went to the covenant house, 16 and, you know, living living that poverty line, living that poverty line, lower level. Pain, only child pain, street life. Um, ninth grade dropout. I had to drop out in the ninth grade when my mother got sick. Um, you know, the textbook movie plot, if you will, the textbook movie plot, if you will, the impoverished black guy in the ghettos in the, in the hood, um, and facing all of these obstacles and odds and and and, and goes through all of these hells and ends up in. Um, his, it ends up in a self-taught proverbial heaven. I don't know if they got a movie out there that's like that, but if they don't, they need to make one because I am the living proof of that, mm-hmm. right? So um, it went from, you know, and not knowing how to process emotions, not knowing how to process the pain of death, not knowing how to process, not knowing how to understand eternal life and knowing that nothing and no soul is dying. That is just a vessel and the and, and the exit of the vessel and giving that vessel back to where it belongs to. They're right. They even robbing the earth of our bodies by putting them in caskets and in graves and not letting the earth give, not letting our bodies go back to the earth the proper way. And we mm-hmm. put everything in the box, even death. We'll put everything in the box in this world, even death. Yeah. Ooh. Right. We don't even have a natural way to give the to give the earth her graves uh, to give the earth her bodies back. You know, just on that piece, I had a, a uncle that passed when he transitioned. He he practiced Islam and the majority of the family did not. And they were really taken back, right, about him being buried without that box. How, right. you know, they just, they toss him into the, <laughs> to the earth. They toss right. Well, I mean, right. Like, what do you do to a car after the car is no longer useful? You strip it for parts. Are you are you bringing to the junkyard, bro? Like it's simple, it's simple mathematics. But we so caught up into this physical world of two percent visible light, we never realized that there's a ninety eight percent dark matter world of a primordial darkness, dark matter that we must all go back to. When I close my eyes, it is I don't. When I close my eyes, it is dark. My heart is beating in the dark. My matter of fact, your whole system is beating in the dark. Every tree is rooted under the ground and it is dark down we there. We come from the dark. We out come of the out of the darkness into out of the darkness into the light. light. And, and it, the earth without 
and void and darkness is on the face of the deep. And then come to light. So we know that space, that 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 space of existence or that space that allows us to exist is the majority. Remember, they said the space in between the proton, neutron, and electron is the biggest part of the atom. The proton, neutron, electron, they so small as the space in between it that allows it to exist around the nucleus that makes it a difference. The space that allows the stars to exist. The space that allows the planet to exist. And when I go out and look into that space, that space is carbon, which lets me, I see a rainbow come from that space, which let me know that all spectrums on a cover, black is not even a color. Black is the source of color, because I've never seen black in a rainbow. Ooh, how about that? But I know when I, 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 but I know that genetically, all races on the face of the planet come from black. Go ask all of the famous geneticists who did, did a study and found it, find out. That's right. So on that, you know, we talked about, okay, so we're coming out of the darkness, right? And the womb is a portal to this life. What do you think that is? Because we have a commonality where both of our mothers have transitioned. And when it happened, for me, it was life changing. I always say it's hard, other than key moments in life with my children being born, et cetera. It's hard for me to even think about life prior. It's, it's strange, right? I can remember like certain events. Because you still have an attachment to the physical world. Mm. You still mm-hmm. have attachment to the physical world. Your mother is your mother is living her living is living the best existence because she knows not death. Oh no! Oh, she I knows, know that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Knows, knows not death. She knows not anguish. She knows not suffering. She she wants she wants. Well, she wants you to know the same thing and get to know that while you're in this body. See, the whole purpose of this life lesson is to know that no such thing as death in this body. But we are so caught into the physical. This is what the Bible says. You gain the world and you lose your soul. Right? Because the world is physical. We got two worlds. One world, we jump in the Christian church, they call it the angelic world and the demonic world. And other in the scientific world, they in, in the sci, in the scientific world they call it matter and antimatter, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Everywhere they, in, 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 in this theology they call it yin and yang, and another theology they call it heaven and hell. Um, we keep on seeing these two spectrums of existence, and to be properly to properly put it, let's call it and put it in its proper perspective physical and metaphysical. Mm-hmm. The physical world is the world that we can taste, touch, see, smell, and hear and gain a memory perception from. Yeah. The, for instance, this physical miracle food bottle, this is physical. Miracle food is a physical structure, right? These, these 20-sided dice I'm holding, these physical structure, right? Okay. Metaphysical, love. I can't put love in a miracle food bottle. I can't take these dice and roll these dice and roll love. Right. I could read a book about love, but I that still wasn't love. That was just me reading about love, faith, right. hope, romance, enthusiasm, desire, all of these intangible things. Metaphysical, anti-matter. The world of the invisible, the 
world that we can't taste, touch, see, smell up here, the world of the sixth sense, the world of the intuition, the world of the chi, the world of the soul, the world of the place you can't see, whatever you like to call it from whatever spectrum of culturalistic human life you like to paraphrase it as the world of the paradise, the world of nirvana, the, whatever world you like to call it is the world that you cannot see. Right. And we are either attached to most of us, most of us, 85 to 95% of us are attached to the physical world, which means if something in the physical world were to leave us today or tomorrow, that will ruin our state of being and we'll think different of ourselves and we'll beat ourselves up and we'll do all kinds of things and hurt ourselves just because of certain physical aspect in life has changed. Well, listen, so I'm, I'm with you. And they got, hold up, but then they got those. Uh-huh. Who, who focus, then they got those who focus on the metaphysical world, who knows that the physical world gets its template from the metaphysical world, who knows that the, phys- the, the visible world gets its template from the invisible world, who knows that majority of the world is really the invisible world. This is why on the movie Infinity Wars, Ant-Man was the one that survived the Thanos snap. Because Ant Man was in the world that Dan knows that the snap couldn't reach. It was the quantum world. That is the snap. Mm-hmm. Already in the world, snap, crackle, and I popped. That's why when I came back, I was able to help Iron Man and all them save it and get back from get it back from Thanos, right? Because he went to the in, in, in the scientific world called in, that, that their invisible world is called what the quantum world. Mm. So we have either, we are either attached to the atoms and the particles and the molecules that make us up and we know how to communicate with these natures and use these natures to raise us into levels and heights of genius and ascension or we're illusioned and disillusioned by the things that these natures create the things that these that that these natures consist of the things that these elements are composed of we can be uh, i can be attached to the book or I can actually be the book and walk the book, no longer needing the actual book. Mm. Choice is up to you. We do have a choice, right? Wow. Yeah. The, illu- the illusion of choice. Yeah. <laughs> the illu- yes. And, you know, I, I think, you know, for me, I that's why I said I'm, I'm with you on that because the if I would have, looked at this life right now, six, seven years ago, I would have said, no way, there's no way I would be doing that work or considering those ideas and concepts. No, you know, and I was into a specific religion and not just the religion itself, but the belief system that someone taught me. Right. But then mm-hmm. when you have someone like a mother, that mother energy, the mother mm-hmm. energy, right? Like you said, thank you. Right, that, that did that for you, I'm 100% there with you. And, and that is hard for people to fathom, right? Well, remember, the reason why it's hard for people to fathom is because you can't fathom what you don't know. This is true. Can't, that's why ignorance is bliss. And this is why the, also the Bible says, ignorant, the, 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 uh, we, we perish because we lack knowledge. Hosea 4 and 6, we, the man, we humans perish, meaning pass away, fade away dying, not leaving our legacy because we lack knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so being ignorant is a curse upon the mind of the unlearned. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Mm, that's deep. Now, here's the thing, too, because you, you kind of touched on a lot there and you mentioned, you know, in the movie, the quantum world. Right. We know about quantum physics and just physics in itself. And when, you know, I'm I'm not a huge physics person, even though I love metaphysics and, you know, more into. <laughs> yes, you are a huge physics person. Well, listen, so I know a little something. So <laughs> yeah, you- a lot of us, a lot of us, a lot of us get physics just make, messed up for, uh, you know, the the realm where we teach it in the orthodox school. But physics is way more than that. But keep going. Well, listen, I often use the laws as it pertains to life. Right. So I know I know the laws. But for me, it goes beyond just that textbook piece. Right. But when you think about even you were talking about matter and the solids, even that, even the textbook, right, even the modern day physics in this realm will tell you that nothing is an actual solid, right? That it's the atoms that are constantly moving, right? Yeah, your body is composed of 76 trillion cells. It's the 76, it's the community of 76 trillion cells working together in an organized structure for your organ, organ, organize. Okay, so we know for a fact that is this, that this is why my cleanse is the best cleanse because it's an intracellular cleanse, which means all 76 trillion cells that I just named will get a clean, a cleaning, a detox, and a revitalization. So it's, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy that you mentioned that because. We don't even like I told you before. We learn these things briefly in our schools, but we, if you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. If you don't use the knowledge, you lose the knowledge. Um, if you keep on doing something to repeat, repetition is the father of learning. If you don't keep doing something repetitively to reinforce the pri- the prior learning or the previous learning, then you'll be stagnant in what you're learning and not learning at all. Actually, going backwards and backwards in what you're learning. So. I always encourage people out there um, to embrace all faiths, to embrace all knowledges, to embrace all wisdoms and all understandings, even the ones you might feel like you have a problem with. Still get to know it and understand where that perception of that person was coming from so that you can know how others view this world. Uh, and people don't, and a lot of people are, are afraid. Okay, so we we were chatting about how we were flowing with that energy and, and the energy just kicked us out. <laughs> right. But we're back like we left something. Yes, right. We're going to continue the dialogue into a higher perception and a higher perspective. So, okay, so, yeah, I was just telling people about uh, interest, you know, intracellular clean by my product um, is a one size it's all kill all disease regimen because it it deals with the structure of the body and the dynamics of the mechanics of the body and so now you're talking about the cellular structure and once we understand that our body is a system of cellular structures linked and interlinked together like like computer ethernets then we will begin to understand the mechanics of who we are at physical human beings and through that understanding of the mechanics of who we are as physical human beings we will begin to become more curious of what's operating this physical human being and now we're talking knowledge of self knowledge of heaven within so um 
And it also, and I always tell people, get healthy enough to go far enough and live long enough to learn these things. But if we can't make it past sixty without needing a pill, right? If we can't, we if we can't put up numbers like 100, 150, 200 um, years old, like you've seen some other people do. A lot of the things, a lot of the things won't be able to be accomplished simply because you're too, you're not healthy enough to get there. So I always tell people that health is the wealth. How are you going to get to the finish line if you're not healthy enough to make it through the race? So the one thing I'm dedicating to the African-American community, as well as other ethnicities and other communities is that we all got big dreams. We all got plans. We all got goals. We all got aspirations and we are all trees that are growing, but just like any other tree, we grow at a tree's pace. So therefore we need to be sure that we are treating these vehicles, these bodies, these vessels, these existences, with the proper maintenance and care in the form of toxins, removal of toxins and wastes out of our systems. And we'll get the longer mileage, mileage meaning year of the car. You'll be able to touch the age of 100 and it'll be nothing, just maintenancing, maintenance in your body. So I always focus on health and health and wellness because if I'm healthy enough, you're healthy enough, you can live uh, you can live a whole century to accomplish whatever your dream is, right? But if you, we can't even make it to right. 60 without needing a pill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I share that, you know, my biological parents passed before 60. So for me, health and wellness, it, that's it. Here's a question, though, that I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this, but this is something that I think about. I share that I'm a Scorpio, so my mind goes deep, right? <laughs> Sitting in the middle of the night analyzing life, and I'm sure you do the same. Right. Um, but how do you reconcile the idea of, and I'm making an assumption from our conversation, I believe that we choose, right, before we come here we choose our path. And I don't know if that's the same know, that you have. Yes, I believe that as well. I okay. believe we sign, everybody that's going through that horror story, I feel not sorry for your horror story for you signed up for that horror story before you got here. Little do you know. Right. So we, we select our path, right? With that, so if I, if I made this path and I understand my path and this is what I chose, then where does the health and wellness come in, Right. Was I supposed to, and this is, I'm, I'm being the devil, devil's advocate. Yeah, of course. Right? Where, so if this is the case and you selected your path, then why should I even bother with the health and wellness? Right? I mean, because I'm supposed to go before 60, right? So where does it come into play? So it's all, about long, it's all about longevity and the longevity of the species, the human species. Um, if we are to build a generational, if we are to close, number one, the generational wealth gap, if we are to, number one, give our Black women more healthier, strong, alpha, theta, sigma Black men, if we are to have Black units of family units that are married, having children and building, um, and building tribal familiar empires again, if we are to further ourselves along in the economic standing and values of the society, 
if we are to achieve any type of so-called black excellence, because I always hear people talk about black excellence. So if we are to achieve any of this black excellence, you have to live long enough to achieve it. Because mm. some excellencies and some excellences take decades to happen. Mm -hmm. Some goals take two, 10, 20, 30 years to come about. Yeah. And you don't, and if you don't, if you don't have the stamina, the longevity, the endurance of your body to make it through those hard, long times, because living that long is a feat. That is not, um, you know, what all, what all of the things that could take you out today or tomorrow. Living a long life shows somebody was wise as heck. Okay, so that's the number one thing. Somebody was wise as heck. Why? Because he lived old and ripe. They call it an old ripe age, meaning a ripe fruit that's ready to eat. It's ready to be eaten. It's ready to get nutrition out of the ripeness of the fruit. So they call it an old ripe age. So when if you're not able to live to make it to an old ripe, an old ripe age and make it to grandfather or great grandfather, most people are supposed to make it to great grandmother and great grandfather status. We don't. You can't. We can't even see great great nothings anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. So so with that being said, the devil's advocate is saying if you are the type of person that affinitizes with the human race and the, the, the so-called African-American black race in particular, if you are a person that sympathizes with that community, if you're a person that empathizes with that community or does business with that community, no matter what color you are, if you are a person that is involved in the African-American community, these are supposed to be your wants for your African-American brother. You are supposed to want your African American brothers and sisters to see a long life. That that that's what most people equate success with. In nature, we 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 equate successful with how long of a life you live and how much you did within that long lifespan. Mm -hmm. Okay, those of us who die young, we're gonna be like, man, it was taken too soon. It, you, know, you don't never see no 85, 65. You don't see, never see no 85, 95 year old person die, and they talk about oh, it was gone too soon. No, right. you don't. Know? Say that. Why? Right. Because you were able to you were able to accomplish and live and achieve the feats that a lot of people don't achieve. A lot of babies don't even make it. Toddlers don't make it. A lot of kids don't make it. A lot of teenagers don't make it. A lot of young adults don't make it. A lot of middle-aged adults don't make it. My mama died when she was 41 years old. So this is another, this is why another a passion of mine, health and wellness, is my goal. Because my mom died of a health and wellness uh ailment at 49 years old brain, for I me, mean, 41 year old brain. Too. So now we, we're talking about, yo, life was meant to live longer than 41, 41 years and flop. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to, we, 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 but if we don't know the science behind long life, remember the Bible says, I am the way and the truth and the life. You say, I came so that you can have a eternal life and a life of longevity and abundance. So why aren't we? looking at our predecessors in the good light and what they accomplished and in the bad light and what they didn't accomplish. Because the same way I had to call my ancestors in here and acknowledge what they did do, I got to acknowledge what they didn't do. And this is, makes a full, wise, complete, whole person. I know the good, I know the wise things my mama did teach me versus the foolish things my mama taught. Mm -hmm. And I love and I love my mama to death, life, and around the back and turn front, back, side to side, you know, name any kind of hip-hop, R&B song to go with it, <laughs> right? So 
in the end when so in the end when it's all said and done, we have we as we as a people have to realize that number one, we have to have the ability to start facing the truth of what we're not doing. And after we face that truth, because you ain't gotta face that truth, you ain't gotta have no debate. I see a lot of black panels, you see a lot of black people, we get together and we sit and talk about the problem. We good at that. We good at talking about what old such and such and did us, what old testimony, right? But, but but people that do that, people that do that in in the in the psych in the psychological world and in, in, in the world of psychiatry, they call that deflecting. Right. Deflecting. Why are you were focused on somebody else's life? Because you are deflecting on a thing that you're supposed to be focusing on in your life, because we all have a closet to clean. We all have a rug to lift up and sweep the dust from under. We all have a god daggone oven to scrub on down and get all that gunk and junk from all that bacon. We all got one. So in the end, when it's all said, in the end, when it's all said and done, this is why black people got to rise. Because average minds, I mean, small minds discuss people. Average minds discuss events and great minds discuss ideas. If we ain't sitting around talking about some ideas, we are failing each other as a people. Because We'll claim to be God. God, we claim to be all of these titles, queen, king, you know, brother, sister, Mm -hmm. goddess, queen, you know, all of these different things. And but last time I checked, go look at the real kings and queens of the world. Who were they working for? Go look at the real kings and queens of the world and 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 what was their purse looking like? Go look at real kings and queens of the world and what structures did they build for their community or for their kingdom so that the people can eat and be satisfied with their leadership. Go let, matter of fact, show me a queen and king that wasn't a leader of a bunch of people. You see? So we got to understand these, they got some, these are some big old titles that we're claiming, but put the action, we got to put the action to be worthy of these titles that we're claiming. We claiming queen, and then the universe come lay up there and give us a queen test, and we emotional with anxiety, don't know how to pass out a queen test. Well, I thought you wanted to be a queen, so I sent you some queen tests. Why are you having Why are you having panic attacks now? Mm. Well, you, you wanted to be a king. You call yourself king. You call yourself God. You call yourself all these things, and then when I when the universe send you the king god test, you around here running from the running from the heat. Mm. Why are you calling yourself these titles if you don't want the universe to say I don't believe you? Go send something. Go, go send something his way, like Job in the Bible. Go. Say, I don't believe. I don't believe you. Go send something his way. I bet you he's gonna denounce you like like you left something, like you stole something. He ain't gonna get recognized. You mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. So in the, so in the end, when it's all said and done, we have to realize that now at this point in stage in our evolution, as black, it is all our fault at this point. We make $2 trillion a year in the economy, but we don't have no schools, planes, buses, trains, hospitals, fire stations, police stations, no gas stations, no nothing. We don't have no exploration. We don't have no construction. Not, we don't have none on any of these principles. When, right. we, when, we're, when, we're, when we're making more than enough to pull this money together and build these principles on our own, independent of any help. But we, so at this point, it's just, at this point, we're just not following our next line of the script, which is changing. I can't say that for my people, our people. We are waking up. We're waking up, yeah. We're waking up to who we once were. We're waking up and we're facing the traumas. We're facing the dramas. Mm -hmm. We're accepting that 
Only we can change our lives. I, I'm meeting every day. I'm meeting another African American individual. I'm meeting another so-called black individual on American soil who is saying, "I am changing my diet. I am changing the way I view life. I am changing the way my. I'm changing my emotion. I'm controlling my emotion. I'm meeting mm -hmm. a lot." Well, finally, we're ready to look in the mirror and control that demon you call emotions, right? I'm looking at a lot of men who are looking in the mirror and finally ready to control that demon you call an ego. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm seeing human beings who are finally ready to own up to the, the mistakes of the past and forgive themselves and forgive others that did them wrong and move on and let that baggage go in their life. So I we see where this is going and where it's about to go. I am just here to make sure that we live long enough to, to for it to come out into fruition. Because a lot of us have these visions, but a lot of us suffer from diseases. I I agree with all of that. Yes, yes, yes. I say I say <laughs> all of it, yeah, all yeah. of it. Because you know, when you said that, when you said that, that reminded me of a commercial in New Orleans. Uh, a commercial in New Orleans, uh, Frankie and Johnny's, the Frankie and Johnny commercial in New Orleans. I say, I say, I say, Frankie. <laughs> A red room set and a living room set or a bedroom set. Today, I got the $50. Let her have it. With no problem. I say, I say, I say. Whenever I hear people say, I, I, I say. And always, that, I don't know why that clicked to me like that Frankie old Frankie and Johnny's old furniture commercial. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm just crazy like that. Y'all forgive me. I'm sorry. Keep going. The strongest memories are the ones that are very sensorial, right? So, sensory. Look, I, I'm not going to get on a neuro kick. That's my thing. I love neurobiology, neuroscience. That's my area of work. So, but, but yeah, you know. I, I hear neurologists, ALS, MS, you know, you name it. I, I yeah, a Miracle Food has been known to shake a few people back from these neurological diseases. Okay, so we're going to get to that. I will say with everything that you said, the neurological connection for me is, you know, what you focus on will grow, right? So, the neurons in your brain and your nervous system that fire together, wire together. So what we're focused on is what our brain will be mapped to do, right? And to attend to and to see. And so we're focused. Go ahead. That's where y'all messing up at. That's where everybody's messing up at. Because y'all right. because y'all focusing, because we, not y'all, because mm -hmm. we, because we focus on. 10 petabytes of data. Do you know that the brain, the mind is only able to hold 10 million gigabytes? That's it. That's a lot of gigabytes. So you shouldn't be marveling over your smartphone or your laptop, but it's not a million, it's not enough gigabytes to handle the processing data of infinity and eternity. Mm. Infinity and eternity cannot be understood with the mind. Infinity and eternity cannot be understood with the brain. The eternal concept of love cannot be understood with the mind. And it only can be conceptualized with the mind and then lived through the action and experience through the heart. The heart is the only thing that is able to withstand the data of infinity because the heart is independent of the mind. When the heart beats, it beats blood up to the mind. The mind needs the heart to beat the blood to it. We say, oh, but the heart, but the brain tells the mind, brain, the brain tells the heart to be well, if that's so wise, the first thing that forms in the body is the heart. Mm -hmm. Where was the brain telling the heart to beat when you were a fetus in the womb and that was the first thing to form in yes. your body, all yeah. right? That's like, that's why they call it the neocortex, right? Well, we're heart <laughs> though, you ready? Take the H off of the beginning of heart and okay. put it at the heart and what word do you have? Go. 
earth. So now we automatically know why the heart is the home of love. See? That's right. Now you're talking about that good old grandmother earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashes, dust to dust. Oh. Yes. We could go on for days, but we want to make sure we tell people about (laughs) miracle food, right? Yes, ma'am. You want to. So, yeah, miracle food, it, it didn't start off with miracle food. Like I told you before, I started off with inventing my own yoga. Um, and it's a it's a yoga it's a stillness yoga i i don't know if that is even you know a genre of yoga but i call it a a, a stillness yoga because it's a yoga rooted in stillness um it's able to be performed via chat or via guided medi- uh, guided meditation uh, vocal guided meditation on the website right and as well um it started th- this is the yoga or this is the exercise and practice that turn my chakras on forever and i've been i've been a walking i've been a, i've been a walking light bringer ever since and i always i always implore the people that when i was going to church i used to hear this prayer called this song called this little light of mine i'm going to let it shine i didn't know that this little light of mine i'm going to let it shine that they were talking about in sunday school they call it the chakras in India. And then I didn't know that they got an ancient African Egyptian God in Africa called Ra. And actually Ra is the end of chakra and Ra is the sun God, sun light, son of God, light. We got all of these connections going on. And then it said, oh, so and then it was like, okay, now I understand where the chakras come from because I understand where yoga comes from. A lot of people don't know that yoga originated in the continent that is now called today Africa. It wasn't called today Africa when, it wasn't called Africa when yoga was invented, but to now and today it's called Africa. So for, you know, for politically, for political correctness, we're gonna call it Africa. And in Africa, yoga was formed. And yoga literally means oneness or connection to oneness. Okay, so I started this journey off with my connection to the great grand holy mother of all divine, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, Mother Universe, the motherboard, the mothership, whatever you want to call it. I connected to that right there. And with that practice, I invented the yoga, my own yoga. So I'm the first African-American on this soil that I know, on this side of the world that I know, on any side of the world where any African-American lives that has created his own genre of yoga. And that yoga is called FCA yoga. The FCA stands for full chakra activation. And in that guided meditation of full chakra activation, I guide you through feeling all 29 of your major and transpersonal chakras. Every chakra from your palm chakras to your knee chakras, to your ankle, ch- ankle chakras, your elbow chakras, your seven major chakras, all throughout your base your whole body. And at the end of the exercise, we have an actual uh, affirmation. And when you reach for all chakras activated, it's called all chakras activated. And so I started healing with that, healing broken bones, healing people, helping aiding um, in depression, helping aiding in anxiety disorders, helping aiding in sleep disorders, insomnia, um, was helping aiding in emotional disorders and eating disorders. And so I was 
aiding and healing the body with full chakra activation alone first. And me being a well-studied student of the most honorable, noble, justice, immortal, Dr. Savior the Great, I took those methods that I learned from him and I developed Miracle Food. And Miracle Food, me and Dr. Sabi have this, I've always called me and Dr. Sabi the same, but different. I, right? In the fact that I wanted to forge my own path and forge my own way and not Dr. Sabi's way. Dr. Sabi did his way, but I wanted to do it my way because I was taught a certain way coming from the hometown of New Orleans. Okay. And so I invented Miracle Food. Um, I invented Miracle Food in California. And through healing people with Miracle Food in California, I was dubbed the nickname of Dr. Sabi, the second coming, or Dr. Sabi number two in Los Angeles, California. And um, why, would, why were they calling me that? Because with Miracle Food and the Miracle Food Regimen, it's a one-size-fit-all-kill-all-disease regimen. I was healing the most heinous of incurable diseases, such as what? Cancer all different forms of cancer, all HIV and full-blown AIDS, okay? People were coming to me, people people have come to me on their deathbed, stage four lung cancer on their deathbed, miracle food, 88-day uh, uh, um, miracle food regimen, shook them back, no, they, they, they got their lungs back and they are back in full, complete health. Um, every kind of STD from, you know, you name it from herpes to genital warts to a, you know, human papillomavirus, um, syphilis, gonorrhea, you, you name the, you name the incurable, the incurable STD. And I've healed that with miracle food. I, I call it the rich people diseases too, or the, or the, uh, or I call it the gluttony diseases such as high blood pressure and diabetes and obesity and you know all of the diseases that we get through the things that we eat the neurological diseases from multiple sclerosis to um to ms i mean i'm sorry ms multiple sclerosis als and um things of that nature uh skin diseases like eczema hydronitis acne um mental disorders depression schizophrenia anxiety um, panic attacks, phobias. Um, we've, I've healed also uh, with one, what one might call uh, like handicap diseases or what one might call a physical impairments, like people have injured spinal cords and broken, uh, um, injured, injured spinal cords and healed spinal cord injuries, right? So over 10,000 patients have come through my healing hands and I no longer believe in incurable disease. Incurable disease is a myth to me. It might be a reality for those that are suffering from incurable disease, but I've healed so much incurable disease. I don't even believe in disease anymore. Um, and with that, I always wanted to blaze the trail to give the public, no matter what race, color, creed, religion you are, but specifically the African-American public, the black public, who lead the league in all of the incurable diseases that plague American society right now. I wanted to make sure that that safety net and that safety valve was 
not only presented to my people, but making sure that the philanthropy that I am doing with it, we reach out to the most depths, the deepest depths and corner to reach my people. So we're going to eventually turn this into a philanthropy where some rich people go invest their money and we're going and we're going to be able to do it for free. Um, but for now, but, but for now, we are um, definitely, we definitely have the cure because a lot of people don't like to hear me say cure. A lot of people don't like to hear you say the word heal. A lot of people don't like, but I'm, I'm letting you know, I am the guy that cures incurable disease. So I no longer believe in curable disease. And I do not believe in the American Medical Association or none of its industries. It is a false doctrine, especially when it pertains to the Black American, because the Black American has a seven times more chance likely to die in a Caucasian hospital and all Caucasians run all the hospitals. So we have a seven times more likely to chance to be misdiagnosed. We have a seven times more likely chance to die on the operating table. We have a seven times more likely chance to be given the wrong medication. We have a seven times more likely chance for our ailments to be mistreated mis and um, undertreated. We all have a seven times more likely chance to get the throwaway drugs. We have a seven times more likely chance to be passed up on the list for donor options. We have a horrible chance in the American medical industry hospitals. And therefore, I hope people understand this and know that they do have an option through Chakra Doctor. Thank you. And not to mention to die in childbirth. Right. And seven after. Times. Seven times. Just, I, just think just times to times seven. I have a seven. If I'm going to give birth at the hospital, there's a seven percent that there's a seven time more likely chance that my child will get mishandled, die, get the wrong vaccinations. Mm -hmm. yeah. I heard a, um, I had a conversation with someone actually earlier today about a child being misdiagnosed and then being sent home to go into cardiac arrest, an, an infant, a newborn. So- I don't even call the American medical industry an industry because it's an experimental ground. They kill- 500, almost 500,000 Americans die every year because of malpractice. Mm -hmm. Any questions, anybody? That is a system, meaning that, that to me, that's kind of uh, that's kind of purposeful. How can you get those numbers consistently every year? Mm -hmm. Every year, 500,000 people die because you messed up? Every year? Mm -hmm. No, ask me, the, ask me the question, Black Goddess, Dr. G of Healing, every year. 500,000 people die at the hands of the medical industry and you're calling it malpractice? Mm. No, I'm calling it maledictions. I'm calling it I'm calling it what it is. Mm. I'm calling it malevolent. Malevolent. Wow. Oof. Listen, before look, before we forget, can you tell people where to find <laughs> you, sure. you and all this healing goodness? <laughs> yes, ma'am, you can Google just Google Chakra Doctor, C H A K-R-A, one word, and then D-O-C-T-O-R, Chakra Doctor. You can just Google that, put that in your Google, and everything you need to know about me going to come right on up there. ChakraDoctor.org, C-H-A-K-R-A-D-O-C-T-O-R.org is my official website and where you can get Miracle Food and other modalities that I have for offering. And like I told you before, no matter what platform, just um, put Chakra Doctor in that platform and you will see my um, social media or my profile for that particular um, 
for that particular social medium. And once again, my number is, well, I never gave you my number the first week once again, but once for back for the first time, um, um, back for the first time, my number is 818-429-1675. Once again, that's 818-429-1675. There is hope, more than hope. There is a person out here that they didn't Martin Luther King or Malcolm X and they can't do that to me. I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all probably fearing for my life right now for saying these type of things, but they can't touch me. Go ask go ask about me, all right? So y'all ain't got to worry about being spooky and all that. All y'all got to do is heal y'all bodies and heal y'all spirits and heal y'all mind, heal y'all souls so that we can live long enough to reach these goals. Amen. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, I'm glad we're recording video. Has anyone told you that you have a lot of orbs <laughs> going around? You have... I mean, it's crazy. Oh, I, I stay with the orbs. But you, oh, I stay with the orbs around me. The orbs. Whew. I mean, it's, it's crazy I, energy. Like I said, when you go, when you go on, when you go on my, uh, when you go on my, uh, when you go on my website, you're gonna see something. You're gonna see a, a product, a, a service, a service uh, for sale that says money magic or the money tree, okay. and. Uh, yeah, now we're talking about archangels, gins, dragons, fairies, gnomes, demons, and all of the other things that people are afraid to talk about. Orishas, uh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, Orishas and and and, and uh, uh, all of these different gods and goddesses that everybody afraid to talk about. I like to keep it Christian. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right, I like to keep it Christian. I like to keep it Christian because I always, I grew up in the church. Um, but I do believe that if Jesus was alive and living today, he would not be beefing with any sect or religion. He would be uniting every sect and every religion. And so I want, I walk the path. I, I, I walk the path that Jesus walked. I don't like to talk the path that Jesus walked. That's the preachers and the pastor's job. I like to walk the path that Jesus walked. And Jesus said, you shall know a tree by the fruit that it bears. So I'm just gonna walk the path that Jesus walk and let everybody see my tree and everybody gonna be like, oh, yep, Christ is back. Yep, that's him right there. Look at all those fruits and on that tree right there. Yep, heal the sick, feed the poor. Yep, speak truth to power, run the money changes out of the temple of the Lord. Uh, yep, check the people, make sure the people straight, feed 5,000 people, two, love, two, love, two, um, two fish and five loaves. Check, 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 check. What would Jesus do? Make Jesus black again, y'all. Make Jesus black. <laughs> the white man get to go praise the white Jesus. The Hispanic man get to go praise the Hispanic Jesus. The Chinese man get to go praise the Chinese God, Buddha. The Indian man go get to praise the Hindu God and the Indian God just like him. The everybody, Arab man get to go praise the Arab God. We the only people going to church praising the white God. So I don't care about you praising Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know if Jesus was here right now, Jesus would hug me and give me the biggest hug and say, you a real, you a real one. Follow me. Mm. See? So I, I, ain't, I ain't tripping. I already know I'm me and Jesus good. I'm doing what Jesus love. And what Jesus love? Love. Loving myself and loving my neighbor as I love myself. Loving my child. Loving my wife. Loving my woman. Loving my black woman that I that I don't know from a can of paint to the black woman. All the black women I know intimately. I'm loving my black man and loving my black boys. 
and loving my human race, my white Hispanic and other uh, and other cultures, and loving them unconditionally, and not and, and and not posing a threat to any society, but making sure that I am a betterment to every society that I encounter. Love, period. Period. Yeah. Evolve, evolve into love, y'all. Evolve into unconditional love. Start loving yourself so much that you get tired of loving yourself, and you just gonna love everybody else for nothing. Now we know you. That's it. That is it. That's a wrap. (laughs) Thank you so much. This was amazing. And like you said, just Google Chakra Doctor. Just Google Chakra Doctor. Just Google me. (laughs) Google me. The Google recognize that algorithm. Google me, please. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. And listen, and congratulations on the baby that's coming. Yes, her name is Emerald Gold, Miracle Marie Dunbar. Her first name, Emerald Gold, all one word. It's lowercase g, Emerald Gold. And Miracle Marie is her middle name, and her last name is Dunbar. I am preparing the kingdom, queendom for my queen, and she will be warrior princess. I thought you were going to say spoiled, because... <laughs> spoil means bad. Spoil means bad. Spoil means ain't good no more. Everybody say I'm spoiled. Stay away from people who are spoiled. <laughs> spoiled milk. I'm fresh. Well, you, I'm fresh. I'm fresh. As, I'm, I'm fresh. Will you, eat, will you eat spoiled food? Will you drink spoiled milk? Why would you indulge in a spoiled person? Hey. <laughs> they need miracle cleanse. Get, get them toxins out your body. Get your miracle cleanse. That spoiled, toxic out your body. You know, that's a new thing. I love me somebody that's toxic. I need me somebody toxic. Go look up the word toxic mean. You need somebody poisonous and harmful to your health. Mm -hmm. Let's see how far you get with that one, buddy. (laughs) On that, we're going to close out. We're going to close it. Thank you so much. Love y'all. Highly informative and entertaining. I mean, at the same time. So thank you. (laughs) All day.